0: Like you. That's Chris Rinsma with "Not Yet" on Victory 91.5. He just released a brand new album. Really called let the ground rest yeah we're oh, playing man. it oh, i thought you meant another you one i was going it. No. <laughs> no it was like last week or the week before yeah. we added Instant. a bunch
1: of songs really have loved it just, i was i was excited about well because new songs come out on new albums come out on fridays i was going yeah.
0: a bonus wow that would be really fast
1: that would really be quick but i've just really enjoyed him i love that picture too not yet you know we're talking about mm. passover and we're talking about looking at the face of god Whew. yeah that's good stuff
0: We're talking about death and resurrection and just how this ties into Passover. Because ultimately, you know, that's what we are celebrating. We're celebrating death and resurrection.
1: Yes, we are. And that sounds odd, but, you know, we don't think of death properly. We're at second Passover. It's not a hobbit thing. It's a true festival of the Lord. 30 days after the regular Passover is an opportunity for those who were unclean due to death touching a dead body that they have their own opportunity for Passover. You mentioned Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus would have had to take advantage of second Passover because they were unclean because they handled the body of Jesus. So, when we talk about death, we're going to look at who he is and then we're going to jump into the end times because that's where we, there's a whole lot of death and half of mankind so mm. 3 to 4 billion people are killed in this tribulation period it's a pretty tough time mm. so and we're going to look at that as it relates to passover so let's journey back first all the way back to Egypt for a moment Here's what God says. On that same night, going I pass through Egypt, strike down, kill that is, every firstborn of both people and animals. Don't forget, he doesn't just kill the firstborn of all the people. He kills the animals as well. I'll bring judgment on all the gods of Egypt. So it's judgment. I'm the Lord. The blood will be a sign for you on the houses where you are. When I see the blood, I'll pass over you. No destructive plague will touch you when I strike Egypt. By the time you get down to verse 23 in Exodus 12, uh, the Lord goes through the land to strike down the Egyptian so you see the Lord going through he will see the blood on top and sides of the door frame pass over the doorway and he will not permit the destroyer to enter your houses and strike you down or smite you other versions permit his death angel to enter and if you jump into first Chronicles he talks about the destroying angel all right so when God sees the blood on the doorpost he covers or protects those houses so When you look about and think about death, death isn't a thing that happens to you. It is a living spirit. It's an encounter with someone, not something. So death, as we know it, has temporary authority over all of creation to rule over when it is appointed for them to encounter death. All right. Again, it's an encounter with that spirit. In the garden, sin and death first entered earth was not did not have access up until then and it robbed man of his covering of glory and introduced physical death to everyone and the shedding of blood was a covering for sin so righteousness would become their clothing so to speak jesus becomes our clothing so death is on a collision course with judgment 1 Corinthians 15 says this, But now Christ has risen from the dead and has become the first fruits of those who've fallen asleep. Then comes the end when he delivers the kingdom to God the Father, when he puts an end to all rule and authority and a power. For he must reign till he has put all enemies under his feet. The last enemy that will be destroyed is death. For he has put all things under his feet. In Revelation 1:18. you actually see it. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as the dead and, he, and then he placed his right hand on me and said, do not be afraid. I'm the first and the last. I'm the living one. I was dead. And now look, I'm alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and Hades. I like that verse. Mm-hmm. Revelation 6. When I looked and saw a pale horse, its rider's name was death again it's not a thing it's person and hades followed close behind so again you're you're looking at a spiritual encounter here and they're given authority over a fourth of the earth to kill by sword by famine by plague and by the beasts of the earth and that's just this encounter is a fourth of the earth and in the end you'll end up having a half Revelation 20 And the devil who deceived them was thrown into the lake of burning sulfur where the beast and the false prophet had been thrown they'd be tormented day and night forever and ever the sea gave up the dead that were in it and death and Hades gave up the dead that were in them and each person was judged according to what they had done then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire the lake of fire is the second death so death is always coming to steal kill and destroy the destroyer is always present his agenda was to ascend the throne of god michael cast him down but what is a throne there is a literal one and he is also it says enthroned on our praises so is lucifer all right this what who was lucifer who's now the devil lies enthroned him sin enthrones him in our life until we become as a demoniac if we can go that far he's after authority Christians are the highest authority on the earth we are light he is drawn to it but can't hold it anymore he was cast out of the third heaven so in dying and rising Jesus placed Satan and death under our feet and the earth was god's footstool so he's made it our footstool too so there's huge implications and importance for us understanding why did he create second passover it was uh, for the dealing with death but also as a wake-up call for us to stop and pause and regather ourselves and in this season of coronavirus and all it's a good time to do it
0: now we want to thank one of our morning show partners because we wouldn't be able to have times like this where we actually dig into god's word and just learn so much you know we're we're nonprofit. We've been nonprofit for almost forty years, and we're so thankful for every business and ministry and listener that supports us. And Good Landing Recovery, they're located in Gwinnett County, and they're helping both men and women that are dealing with addictions. And it's a Jesus-centered program that can be handled through insurance. It's forty-five to ninety days long, and you can learn more at GoodLandingRecovery.com. Coffee with
1: Corey is the best.